Hi, I'm Ethan Kim, and you're listening to Break the System from My Technique. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Break the System, the show that breaks down systems through science. Let's start today off with a broad question to get you thinking first about the topic at hand. How do you pursue a goal? Or better yet, what sort of mindset do you adopt when you want to pursue a goal? Is it because you want to achieve that goal or to prevent a negative outcome? Basically, it comes down to this. Are you an eager beaver or not so much? It turns out that both trains of thought have their pros and cons, and that enthusiasm can be a boon but also a curse. We're going to be focusing on mainly the eager portion for today, but first, let's break it down like we always do here at Break the System. First, we have to understand something called the regulatory focus theory. It's a theory in how we pursue goals, a goal pursuit theory, if you will. It was formulated by a psychology professor at Columbia University by the name of E. Tori Higgins. The theory basically examines the relationship between a person's motivations and how they go about achieving a goal. It also refers to when a person pursues their goal in a way that is in line with their personal beliefs and morals. This theory also hinges heavily on the fact that people do not like pain and embrace pleasure. Basically, those last two statements of personal beliefs and morals and embracing pleasure can be summed up into, we can pursue goals in a way that is pleasurable while avoiding pain. Nice and simple. It's important that it's based on personal beliefs and morals because a person's definition of pleasure can be overwhelmingly different, namely optimism and pessimism. Optimism reaches for the sky. In terms of goals, it can be said that it's similar to the mindset of high risk, high reward. Pessimism, however, stays lower to the ground. In terms of goals, it's similar to low risk, low reward. These two can be compared to each other in how safe a person wants to be in their goals and achievements and how they want to pursue those goals. This is exactly what Higgins put forward with his theory and his two different focuses within the theory, a promotion focus and a prevention focus. Today, we're going to be focused on the promotion focus, which is our optimism branch, our high risk, high reward mindset. Let's continue on with our RFT path for a little bit longer here, RFT being our theory. An important aspect to consider is that we're motivated by tons of different things and really, this is where to each to their own kicks in. Some of us are intrinsically or extrinsically motivated, some of us are motivated for Friday and the weekends, some of us for the post-work workout at the gym. All of these factors affect us differently when we pursue a goal and have various methods in pursuing that goal. These variances make it really difficult to generalize goal pursuit down to a simple method we can follow and make almost into a bible, but one thing that remains consistent within all these differences is that we adjust these methods or self-regulate 
such that it's consistent to our personal values and beliefs. If we don't, our quality of life heavily decreases. It doesn't fit our lifestyle. This fit is what the two different focuses are. Our promotion focus today deals with a certain type of fit that suits people that are more aggressive in their goal setting and pursuit, which comes with the type of person more willing to push the boundaries and risk a little bit more. We're going to take an example from Higgins and use it to illustrate that promotion focus. I'm going to be taking you back to university, whether you like it or not. Let's say you're studying and you want to get an A in a class. For promotion focused people, you envision your version of success first by achieving that A, but you pursue that aggressively. You study more than you need to, you even study material that the prof didn't mention in class but might be slightly related. You go that extra, extra mile to get the A. Sounds like your typical A student in university, right? Well, it's not to say that this focus or mindset doesn't have cons. These people view their goals as opportunities to win, to gain something, and to advance. In that same vein of thought, in that aggressiveness, they're more prone to error. They are more higher level, macro level thinkers that jump at a chance for success and are willing to throw a bet down for a win. Their appetite for these wins is insatiable. Any win is a win for them. A win for them is pleasurable. I mean, a win for anyone is pleasurable, but for them, it's especially so. It just means that they have achieved their goals, which makes them happy. But their downfall or their pain point here is when they don't take that chance at all. They view this as an opportunity that they didn't take advantage of, a chance to win more that was wasted. But because of their higher level thinking, they tend to be a little bit more creative in their approach as well. Does this sound like you? Maybe you might feel a little bit personally attacked. That's okay. Or maybe a few of these descriptions fit you and some don't. Then, by definition in this theory, you might be a promotion-focused person. This isn't a bad thing at all. It's just how a person fits into this theory. It just means that you prefer wins and are willing to go the extra mile or 10 for that win. This is all based on your own personal values and morals. It's not something that is affected extrinsically. It's not going to be your friends or your peers. It's something that you value and you have created through years of developing these personal morals and beliefs. You could also argue in that same vein that there were factors outside like your family and friends that affected your personal values and morals, true. But once you've developed those qualities, those personal qualities are the biggest factors in determining this fit of either promotion or prevention-based. So now that you've determined your fit, how does this affect you going forward? 
to be quite honest, it really won't affect you that heavily, if at all. You're not going to change those values, nor will you suddenly become self-aware of all of these habits you've built up and going for those wins. But it is a good thought exercise in learning how you pursue goals and what your pain points are and some of the flaws in your pursuit. I gotta emphasize that flaws are not inherently bad at all. Remember that we can't be perfect, and while it's great to strive for perfection, it's not something that we can realistically pursue every time without getting burnt out and having our expectations dashed every time. These flaws inform you of where you can improve rather than telling you where you're necessarily doing worse. So take a moment, take some time to think about how you've approached goal setting and how aggressively or non-aggressively you've done so. Did they always come out in wins or how often did you lose? How much risk are you willing to take and to invest in your wins? These are all great thought exercises for you to muddle through as the year starts to come to a bit of a halt in October, getting chillier, and before you know it, it's going to be December and then the new year. So next week, we're going to be discussing the prevention focus side of this theory. A tidbit for thought before I sign off here. What's better, risk or safety? How do your values line up with playing safe versus playing to win it all? That's going to be all from me this week. Until next time, stay productive and stay curious. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Break the System. I've been your host, Ethan. We'll be back with more episodes of Break the System every Thursday. If you're interested in our other podcast series, make sure to check out the Canvas series, which airs every month. You can find us on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. If you found any of the tips helpful, or just simply enjoyed the episode, you can leave us a 5-star review and recommend our podcast to friends or colleagues that might find it useful as well. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.